Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, All right. Speaking of the Dodgers, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, But before we do... A reminder that you're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Share the podcast with your friends and family, too. We bring you a couple episodes a week, uh, usually on Thursdays and Sundays. Okay, Dodgers in this weekend. Based on everything we're saying, it's almost, it's almost one of those weeks where I bet fans are going into this just hoping that the Giants can get one, uh, which is really an odd feeling. Um, it's the Dodgers' first trip here to San Francisco uh, this year. And, uh, it, you know, it was right about this time last year when people were looking at this matchup and going, my gosh, the Giants aren't going to beat them uh, once. And the, then the Giants rolled off three in a row against them and set off, uh, a, you know, an epic battle between the two all year. Uh, I'm certainly hopeful that something like that happens again here. But uh, the, the, the timing does not feel good because their confidence is shaken. They're not hitting, they're not pitching, and they're not catching the ball and now you're going against the best team in baseball. It, it, it's not good timing. But before we get into that nuts and bolts, what about you have an interesting thought, and this is born out of something Farhan said to us last week with regard to the construction of the Dodger roster and, and where this construction of the Giants roster might be going. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, with the Dodgers coming to town, I mean, first off, yeah, you mentioned that that uh, four-game series they had last year in L.A., Boy, uh, I don't know, maybe what's Mike Talkman up to right now? Maybe he can be available this weekend. Yeah, right. Um, but no, yeah, I thought we had Farhan on last week. Uh, well, let me backtrack a little bit. One thing I hear a lot, and uh, especially, you know, with the guys I talk to on the morning roast, uh, this is a question I get a lot from Bonte Hill, uh, obviously the host of the uh, morning roast. The question I get a lot is, what is Farhan doing? What is the plan? I'm not seeing it. And so we had Farhan on last week. You know, we kind of asked him, you know, how is he going? How are the how is he going to have the Giants compete with the Dodgers? And in his answer, I think he kind of answered the question that we all have here. So I just kind of want to play that really quick 
and just kind of hear what he has to say on that. And I really think we've got to have homegrown talent that is young homegrown talent that's kind of driving the position player group. And, you know, when you look at the Dodgers, when I was there from 2015 to 18, that's when we kind of brought in Jock was a rookie in 2015. Cody Bellinger came up. We sort of added Max Muncy and Chris Taylor, you know, through different, you know, smaller deals. Kike Hernandez was in a small deal. It's almost like that group of players, the homegrown players and some of the guys that were sort of, you know, kind of uncovered finds. That provided the foundation, I think, for them to go out and start really star hunting with the Mookie Betzes and, and Freddie Freemans of the world. So, Yeah, so basically what you're hearing Farhan say there is how he built up the Dodgers when he was there with Andrew Friedman is more or less the plan that he's trying to execute here with the Giants. And I boil it down to, and, and I wrote a, a piece uh, for 95.7 that'll be going up tomorrow that more or less kind of gets more in depth into this. But it comes down to it's it's a three step process. Uh, step one, you got your guys who you know are on the roster already, and you're adding you know the supplemental players on top of that. Uh, step two, that's when you kind of start developing your minor league talent, getting your young homegrown guys up onto the roster, and then step three, which is where you know the Dodgers are at right now, that's where you go star hunting. Um, now, obviously, there's some differences between the Dodgers and Giants in terms of just kind of what Farhan was working with when he got here uh, versus when for when he got to uh, with the Dodgers back uh, before the 2015 season. For instance, these are the players that uh, were on the roster when Farhan and Andrew Friedman arrived in Los Angeles. Clayton Kershaw, who is starting Sunday because it can't be a Giants-Dodgers series without Clayton Kershaw. You got to get him in there. Yep, yeah. exactly. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, having him on the, on the roster when you arrive, that kind of helps. Uh, you had Justin Turner. You had Kenley Jansen. Zach Granke was on the Dodgers that year. Uh, you still had Carl Crawford uh, from that big trade that the Dodgers swung in 2012. Uh, Jock Peterson, we've all come to like him. Uh, Yaziel Puig, we all remember when he was uh, tearing things up for the Dodgers. Andre Ethier and AJ Ellis and Hin, uh, Hyunjun Ryu. Those are all very good players that uh, the Dodgers already had. Granted, this was a team that had won back-to-back division titles. So here's some of the notable players that the Giants had on their roster when Farhan arrived in 2018, or after 2018. Buster Posey, who is obviously retired now, Brandon Belt, Evan Longoria, and Brandon Crawford. Kind of where the list ends. Um, and again, that's not to disparage those four, but when you compare the talent that was on this roster compared to the talent that was on the roster when Farhan uh, arrived in LA, the starting line for the giants is, is way further back than it was with the Dodgers when he arrived there. And people seem to forget that the giants of 2018, they were in a very bad place when Farhan got here. Yes. Yes. And, and, and so uh, maybe they're a victim of being too far, quote unquote, ahead of schedule. The 107 wins is now going to place expectations on a team, and 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 maybe they're not ready to uh, to live up to that. Not saying they need to win 107, uh, but I, I I for one will be disappointed this year if they don't win 90. Um, I will. I'll be disappointed if they don't win 90. By the way, if they don't, they better win. You know, like 88 or 89. Like that's I mean, about it, as far. At least uh, win more games than you lose. That's well, always my my baseline. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a baseline. They've got to be. They've got to be in the high 80s or it's a very disappointing follow-up season. And, and by the way, they probably will not get that six seed uh, if, if they don't do that. So that's one side of it. Here's the problem, though. Here's the good and the bad of what he just said. If he's sitting there letting you know what his plan is, that's good. You can let Bonte know. 
Bonte, there's the plan. The plan is that you want your base, and I buy this with any team, your base should be homegrown players. Look around our, our city, okay? Trey Lance, George Kittle, okay? Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, go to the Warriors, Steph, Clay, Dre, Jordan Poole. Yes, give me a homegrown base within your team. So that's fine. And and you, I guess you have that, if you will, on the back end of their careers in the Brandons and whatnot. But the problem is, is if you want to start with a homegrown base, mix in your found players. They've already done that. You've got Yastrzemski. You've got Lamont Wade. You've got your fines that you can sprinkle in uh, on this roster. Um, but the problem is the homegrown players that you thought were about to start ready to contribute, well, we got. You just sent Joey Bart down. Elliot Ramos has been up twice. He's having a hard time hitting 200 in the minors. So are you telling me that your homegrown base is now still got to wait another year or two before that even starts to get planted? And then, then we can go star hunting, what, in 2026? Like, I mean, that, that now they've got a good enough system and a staff in place that they're going to continue, I believe, to win more games than they lose. And maybe that placates everybody in the meantime. But they're going up against two teams who are just crushing people with name value and dollars and 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 pizzazz and, and all of that. And, and so I think it's a really tough putt. You've got a fan base right now that is watching a team win more than it loses. And, and they're, they're, they're not satisfied. No. You can see it in the stands. You can see it on social media. You can see it with, 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 with who we talk to every day. They're not satisfied. So that's not going to be enough. And if Bart and Ramos aren't going to work out, well, then who is that homegrown base over the next year or two? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah. And again, I mean, you talk about this kind of gets into kind of what that step two is of developing that that young talent. And again, stop me if you heard this before. It's another situation where when Farhan arrived at the Giants, it was in no way, shape or form as good of a situation as when he arrived with the Dodgers. Uh, do you know when uh, at the start of the 2015 season, uh, Mark, you want to take a guess as to where the Dodgers farm system ranked? Oh, I, I guarantee you it was top five. Oh yeah, no, it was they had the number three farm system in baseball. Yeah. They had back-to-back -back yeah. division titles, Clayton Kershaw and the number three farm system because nothing in baseball is ever fair. Um, when Farhan yeah. arrived, uh, took the job at, after the 2018 season uh, when he kind of found that the Giants washed up on the shore of uh, China Basin. You know what? Uh, the, you want to take a guess on where the Giants farm system was ranked then? I'll, I'll say somewhere in the neighborhood of 26th. You're close, 29th. Yeah. Um, again, yep. again, this is a team back to back horrific seasons, the worst September in franchise history. And they had the 29th ranked farm system. Some of the guys that uh, Farhan did have to kind of work with when he got here, though, uh, Joey Bart, Elliot Ramos, we already mentioned Marco Luciano, who I feel like he's kind of become, you know, the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this team. You know, you're our only <laughs> hope. Um, right. You had Alexander Canario, Sean Anderson. I, they're no longer here. Um, I believe Canario was part of that Bryant trade. So, hey, yes, we got some value out of him. And then uh, this last name, uh, I think we can all say, has turned out pretty well. Logan Webb. Logan Webb made his debut yeah. with the Giants in 2019. So he had some good names uh, with him 
uh, already on the roster when uh, Farhan arrived here. That pales in comparison to the the prospect cabinet that so, he had when he arrived at the Dodgers, such as Peterson, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager, Julio Urias, Alex Verdugo, who, of course, was turned into Mookie Betts Mookie in the Betts. worst trade since Babe Ruth, and Ross Stripling, who was also a pretty solid player. So that's another situation where it's, again, no one wants to, you know, say, hey, the plan is patience. That's never going to, you know, set with any fan base, especially the Giants no, fan base. No, Unfortunately, though. <laughs> no, but but I don't think I don't think it's patience. And, and again, uh, if anybody thinks that Farhan Zaidi is not competitive, you're wrong. You're wrong. I, I like one of the things we tried to do with that conversation is let you see a little bit about who this guy actually is versus the uh, perception of him. I, I, I think he's just, I think he's a smart dude. I think he's a good oh, dude. Totally. I think he's got his, his plan in place. How can you be as meticulous as these guys are? I mean, you got to tell Bonte this, Oh, what's his plan? Like that's literally all he's got. I mean, if you asked him what dinner's going to be next Wednesday, I bet you he could answer. The man has a plan. You may not like it, but he's got a plan for sure. And a big piece. And the first piece, if, if, if you're saying we need a homegrown base and you've got the 29th ranked farm system, what do you think the first plan was? The first plan was build the damn farm system. Sam, where's their farm system ranked now? Well, now he got it all the way from starting at 29th. Four years later, it's at number nine. There you go. I mean, so, that's no one really appreciates just how impressive that is. Right. And, and, and they did, did that it without quickly. having to trade any big names. I mean, he could have easily shown up and said, well, all right, well, Brandon Belt, we're going to ship you off for guys. Brandon Crawford, Arriva Darchi, Buster Posey, nice knowing you. Evan Longoria, you know, there's the door. Yeah. He didn't do that. He could have easily ripped this team down to the studs and done a full on rebuild. And I credit Farhan for not doing that because, and I have a quick story I'm going to try and tell. Uh, back in, uh, February, 2020, way back in the before times, um, uh, I got to go to the season ticket holder event where you got to kind of, you know, have a little meet and greet with Farhan and Gabe. And, uh, I was chatting with Farhan. He looked me straight in the eye. We are anti-tanking. We are always going to try and be competitive on this team. And I think that's kind of what you see with some of these, what we call them the Farhan finds is he's trying to keep this team competitive and exciting quote unquote while rebuilding. That's an incredibly hard thing to do. And he's doing it. And he he's is. doing it. He's doing it. So no one's asking for patience. But again, the only issue that could arise is you build the farm base up. You've done it right. 29th up to ninth. It'll only get better. It will start to bear fruit. But the first pieces of that tree that are supposed to bear fruit have thrown a couple of, at least in the moment, I'm not giving up on Barton Ramos, but in the moment, the two guys we thought might be the beginning of that have been a couple of pieces of fruit that have fallen on the ground and rotted. Now they, they we could replant them. Let's see, but it doesn't look like this year is going to be the year where those two guys uh, turn into something. So I believe yeah. in the plan. I think it's on the right track. It all makes a ton of sense, but by the same token, not yet. And yeah. in the meantime, not as pretty of a uh, lipstick on the pig uh, the, uh, this year as we got last year. Yeah. Um, and, Sam. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I just say one last thing. All it takes really is kind of, you know, one or two good drafts to kind of really turn this thing around. Uh, I mean, so far the, the Farhan draft picks, they've been, you know, so, so, so far, Hunter Bishop, Patrick Bailey, 
Kyle Harrison, there's a lot of uh, hype around him. Bednar got a lot of good reviews. Uh, so then, but with Farhan's with the Dodgers, obviously he had Walker Bueller one year. And then in another draft, I believe it was the uh, 2016 draft, he had, get this draft, he was able to uh, find Gavin Lux, Will Smith, Dustin May, and Tony Gonsolin, all in one draft. Yep. I mean, those guys are, are a big part of the foundation of the Dodgers right now. So, again, he can strike like this. All it takes is one good draft where he finds a couple good players, and, it, and this can all turn around really fast. And then before you know it, you know, the, the Giants will be their own kind of, you know, counter death star to the death star yep. that the Giants are, that the Dodgers are. So, so I'll just say this. Uh, the, the tone of this whole conversation could be very, very different come Sunday if they even just take two out of three from the Dodgers this weekend. Uh, Shask will be back with us, and uh, we look forward to that conversation and look forward to you joining us for that. Sam, great job. Good stuff. For Sam Loveman, Mark Willard. Uh, this has been the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast.